I try to have integrity, integrity for my work. Like you, you hear you hear cases of young designers coming up to maybe they go for an interview and then they take up some like a senior designer's work and start <laughs> and they present it <laughs> at a, an interview, right? So that's what integrity, like stand true for your work, like be truthful to yourself. Where where like know the level you are in currently, like what level am I? Yeah, now, like for me, when I started in design, I looked at people, I said to him, you don't know anything, humble yourself and learn from people that know. Welcome everybody to the pod. Today we have Twain, aka T.Y. Daniels. Today's episode, we're going to be talking to T.Y. It's just discussions around being a mother, being in tech, being a wife, you know, also being an awesome product designer at the same time, handling multiple jobs go all in all go out you know all that snake how to get everything together so with that being said i would like to why you introduce herself before we like to okay hi everyone so like he said my name is twin um a product designer a mom and a wife like he said right <laughs> so i've been i started product design in 2020 but not really deep but i was very serious about it 2021 so I like to say I have between two to three years of experience, right? That's a little about me. I stay in Abuja, and right now temperature is really hot, right? So I have multiple phones around me now as I'm talking to you. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a little about me. That's nice. What's your favorite food? Spag spaghetti. Spaghetti. That's that's off. <laughs> Why spaghetti? <laughs> Okay, so I don't know, maybe it's because, okay, a fun fact about me, I love to binge on Korean dramas, just to ease up from oh, the stress. Wow. So when I see them, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. What's it called? What's it called? It is, there's something we used to cook. Ah, my friends used to call you this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's chopstick, but it's noodles. The noodles, there's something they used to yeah, call Yeah, they all noodles different. So I just like spag. I like using my foot to roll it and... <laughs> And I uh, like spicy food, so that's good. And I, I like it with a lot of um beef around, so yeah. Oh, that's nice. what I like. Ah, makes sense, makes sense. So, uh, if I'm coming to your house, I know what to order, you know. Anyways, watch animes too. Yeah, you watch anime. Yeah. What was the last one you watched? Uh, do you know One Piece? Yes, obviously. Why not? <laughs> so I had to drop off from One Piece, right? Because the whole family, my brother introduced all of us to One Piece, right? But then yes. I, I realized that One Piece has been since 1993. Like, seriously, when are they going to yeah. end it? <laughs> the, they don't the want, they said, don't want to have their life. So I stopped watching it. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I just watched it. to end soon, Sha. You just oh, watched the first Finally. Yeah. Have you seen Kurukuno Basket? It, it's on Netflix. I think I've on Netflix. Yes, yeah. that but the basketball anime, right? Yes, 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 yes. I like the stories about diligence, about persistence, belief, and all yeah. that. I like, I like. Anime. I watch anime a lot. See, uh, for people listening, it's like you want them to to burn you again, and then let's see why be your mom. But that's just yeah, that's right. So that's cool. I've been watching uh, Kurukuno Basket myself. Uh, it's interesting. I started again. My friends have been telling me for a while, but I was, I was busy, you know, watching AOTI. I started again, Sha, so it's nice. Uh-huh. So into this pod, like this now, 
I was just like start off like what's your routine like on a normal day? Mm, on a normal day, um I wake up in the morning, say my prayers, I have to get my son ready for work. For I say for work, for school I mean, get his uniform ready, beating, feeding, take him to school. On days my husband is not around and then as soon as I'm done I get to work. Because at my office we clock in by ten ten AM. Okay. Have to, you have to be at stand-up 10 a.m. and all of that. So that's my routine. Work from 10 to 5. And then if I have to meet up with a deadline after well, after 5, I still have to like mm-hmm. rest and then come back to work again. You know how design is now. <laughs> how old is your son? Uh he's two years plus. He'll be three in May. Wow, nice. What's the birthday? Me when me when? It was. Oh, nice. See, mine is me, sis. So that's oh. like she is after. Uh, that's too pleasant. So how do you how do you balance all of that? Like, I mean, you know, um, how do you, you know, work with the skills, policies that you think are important for like balancing personal like professional activities? So like, frankly speaking, it's something I'm still working on actively, right? Uh-huh. So I think having a strong support system really helps. Like my husband understands how demanding tech is. So we agreed that, okay, he'll be dropping my son off. I think I get him ready in the morning, drop him off and then pick him up because of how demanding tech is. And then my mom is also around to help with my son. So that's one way I try to balance it. Another way is that I try to write like a vision list I call it like it's a vision list or like a to-do list, right? Even my like a a tax list or a vision list that I have I have to follow. So I try to tick it off. I think one of my friends even advised that I get a whiteboard to write down all my tax so that I can be seeing it as I'm working yeah. to remind myself. I do I just have this little this note back pad here and then I try to write yeah. what yeah, write write. My, as I'm working, I'm seeing what I have left to do, the things I have to do, the tasks I have to do, the things I have to do for my family and myself yeah. and everything. So that's another way I try to balance everything up. But ultimately, it's it's, it's not easy <laughs> because the day can, the routine can change. This like during his midterm break, they suddenly said, "Okay, yeah. you're not going to definitely my routine change that period." He was around yeah. with me, a way to keep him busy so he doesn't disturb me. Oh my work and all of that so yeah okay so let's let's go back a bit so i remember one time we were on a call uh you told me like you graduated from like cu so, like transitioning like from graduating you know cu with all you know how cu is down to you now transitioning into tech how like that whole journey be like you know what's the you know what's the story there okay so um I graduated from Covenant University, like you know, it's a Christian university, and yeah, yeah. Some people call it glorified secondary school, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was even just by the side, there was even a set that graduated from CU, and then they 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 had a like a graduation party, and then they term, they termed the party prison break. <laughs> I don't know why they did that, but so in cu i did real estate i did estate management for five years is is an environmental social science course so coming out from that industry and then after school 
in real life, seeing how the industry was, I didn't like I, I didn't like how I didn't like how it was that okay, yeah, working, 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 and you can't really see see rewards for how much effort you are putting into in real estate. Except maybe you have your fame, your own fame, or you are doing your own freelancing stuff as a real uh -huh. estate agent. Working, working, ugh, nah. But about tech, how I transitioned it to tech. So my my younger brother is a software dev, right? And since I graduated from CU, he has been telling me that, oh, TY, how about you try like tech, right? Like software engineering. Yeah. And I said, I didn't say that, oh, I don't have the grace for it. I don't have the grace <laughs> for it. It wasn't until this young man landed like a, a huge gig, like mm -hmm. a mind mind-blowing even as he was in nigeria that my eyes this like the skills from my eyes now dropped i now begun to, mm -hmm. I, I now began to see of course obviously you want to invest your time in something that won't profit you so i is not I, I now begun i began to see what he was talking about but still and um, my younger sister was is also a deaf like almost like all my siblings are, are devs right <laughs> one of them he now told me that oh um sister t you love drawing i love drawing i love arts even in school, I did architecture. I, 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 there's a course you take in real estate. It, it's called uh -huh. um, architecture, right? So I can even read okay. um, drawings. I can read the building drawings. My, okay, fun fact, my dad is an architect. So, so I can read drawings, nice. right? I can read drawings. So maybe the love from art from there translated into design. And I said, oh, she might start telling me about, oh, there's a course called design. So I, start, I picked it up from there and gave it my all. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what's like what's the motivation for you going to study real estate in the beginning? Um, I just wanted to follow what my dad wanted me to do. I really have high regard for him, and I just felt, oh, it's my dad. He said do real estate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't plan now, you know all this. <laughs> like, um, yeah, if like. Plan say, okay. Yeah, no, yes, my brother will do acting, let me do real estate, that kind of thing. But you know, you know how life can be, right? Yeah. But sometimes mm -hmm. it's not what, what you follow. So that's that was the motivation then for doing for doing real estate. It's not like I wanted to I actually wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a journalist. Really? I wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. Well that's that's interesting because I I I have had someone on the podcast before who did real estate management, Victoria Miss Vic. So Miss Vic in transition also from like doing real estate down to you know um UI UX as well. So like I'm seeing this. I don't know if it's a trend, right? But like people who are like doing real estate, people are doing engineering mostly transition into UI UX. Sometimes they move like engineering after school and they start writing and after writing then they now transfer into tech did you aside like doing like real estate reading drawings did you ever do anything in between like in between before you started living ux in between no not really it was it was i was working in i was doing real estate and then yeah i was yes i was involved in um project management so um in terms of I was involved in like um, working on relocation and um, renovation, re renovating buildings. Yeah. You get uh, as a project manager. So um, we have an old building and then we like flip it, try to make it new and everything. Mm -hmm, so I remember mm -hmm. that's what I worked on was converting a residential building into a school building, right? So okay. 
That's what to do with our business. Like, if I want to go into it, like, how interesting is it? Is it easy? Is it like an easy part to go into businesses like that? You just you don't you need the technical guys. So you need you need an architect, obviously, to change the um drawing plan, right? Okay. Change the drawing plan, and then you need um artisans, the plumbers, the carpenters, and all of mm-hmm. that. And then you need a, your your plan. Is this is this is this even visible or viable, right? This project I'm doing in this location is it visible and viable? So that's what um what is it's about. But it's actually very profitable, though. Okay, maybe I'll change career sooner or later. You know, <clears throat> start flipping houses. So now, like, how do you manage? Or how do you prioritize your work in terms of? I'm guessing, you know, as product designers, we often have like jobs, and then we have side gigs, and we have side projects that you know we are out of fun and curiosity. How do you prioritize each of them? Um, I prioritize it by knowing what's the most important thing first. So the most important task is my job, because that's what that's so like my day job that pays me mm-hmm. well. I've invested mm-hmm. my time. That's number one. Then any other job or side gig can come after. That's how I do it. So I believe in doing the most important thing first, right? So wherever I, wherever I, like a designer is, you have to prioritize what is the most important tax right now as I am. What's the most important tax? So is it that is it is it the tax that is bringing the money for me? Is it the tax yeah. that I'm working on that new startup that is the most important thing? So mm-hmm. when prioritize that, I can now take it up okay my the most important tax is my day job number one any other tax follows after and then i try to balance it to manage all the stakeholders for all the jobs to make sure that i meet up with their deadlines because they don't care if you have a side yeah. project and they have to give me your tax right so mm-hmm. that's how i approach it. so uh in terms of p coming in now do you use that as a metric to prioritize each project or do you based on Prioritize based on passion. I don't know. If you have two paying jobs, would you use paid to prioritize them or would you use like passion or interest? This is very this is a very interesting question because I think it was even last year I was prioritizing passion over pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I think you almost got I almost got kicked out for my paying job because of it. So there was this other there was this um job I liked, like this design job that I really, really had. I just love the I just love the working <laughs> on the concept. Then there's another one that they are paying me for that I don't really, really like, right? Uh-huh. You get. And then I, I I found myself because my heart is drawn to that project. I find myself yeah. investing more time in it and neglecting the other one. So I had to call myself in and say, see, girl, balance. <laughs> balance. So uh, I think for me, passion to an extent. And yeah, I think for me, passion. My friend will say passion because she has <laughs> my are you hope you're working on the one they are paying you for that kind of thing, right? But you know, mm-hmm. as a family person, you have to prioritize the one they are paying you for, right? So yeah. It's just I think you should balance both of them. So now um speaking of family person, now how's your like your experience uh you know as a mother and a wife, and how has that influenced like your product design decision making now? You know. Um, I'm just guessing there will be like so many things that you have learned over the years, like, you know, getting married, you know, and then, you know, learning, like having a child at the same time. Has that affected, like, or has that in any way had, you know, some sort of, um, what I say, some sort of effect 
in how you think towards making design decisions. Hi, before we get back into the pod, this podcast is sponsored by Nairoption. Now, Nairoption is so amazing for me, young Nigerians, about politics, startups, tech founders, stories of interesting Nigerian youths like you, uh, maybe you, maybe you, maybe. However, you know, they have a podcast and they also give out news about stock exchange. Now, I'm very serious about this because Nairoption is fun to read. They distill articles that are about stock exchange, market value, interesting political news that's happening for young Nigerians, to young Nigerians, by young Nigerians. And it's fun, you know, check out their podcast and their Instagram handles to find out more information. But like, trust me, honestly, it's, it is fun. Yeah, with that being said, uh, let's get back into the pod. Of course, of course it, it has. Okay, for instance, I was working on, on a project with a mentor. And I, I, it had to do with, um, funny enough, it, had, it was kind of related to real estate. And in the team, we're not thinking of, of the aspect of when a user has, has a land somewhere that he has not accounted for. We're just thinking, of, we're just thinking about Sorry. like structures that are already erected. So in, okay. in, I can't to implement in that design decision, but they forgot, oh, what if someone has a land save and they don't even know where it is? That kind of thing. So that aspect came into it. And then um when when I'm working on any design project now, I'm I have more empathy. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, I have more empathy because as a mother, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about a project. Okay, what how do how will other mothers feel about this? How will other fathers, how will men other fathers feel about this decision? How would how does it yeah. affect this type of users? You understand? Or even in terms of culture, um, like or culture or tribe, well, how will it affect this set, this type of people, right? So definitely, my life experiences also translate in in my design design decisions. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, because I, well, I'm a married. I don't have a child, <laughs> so I'm still a, a young um bachelor, still like chilling now. However. There was a time where I used to stay with my mom, or uh, then I left school, and then now I stay alone. So I'm like, you know, transition during those process. When I started designing when I was in school, so I'm like, okay. When I was designing in school, I had just the I didn't I didn't think everything through. It was more of, what do they do? Just join this one, join this one, push it out. Join this one, join this one, push it out. And uh, I think it was because I was always around my friends. We we didn't think anything through, like. I was I was crazy. There was a time where I could do anything. I could just, you know, play outside, like even at like university, I could play outside, run around my guys. Like we didn't think anything true. So I was just doing join join this, put it out, join join, put it out. But now that I live alone, at the team times two of everything true, like you calculate, okay, how much do I spend here? How much do I move here? And I'm using that as like a metric. I'm also thinking towards, okay, as I'm designing this product. Um, how about somebody wants to do this thing here? How do you want to do that? There's this product that I'm working with, it's someone to fair. Now, the product is like, I burn food a lot, and they always burn food every time. So, whenever I want to cook food on fire, the app is to just you know, remind me or like preset, okay, the rice I want to boil, set minutes, set time. That's what it basically does. When I designed mm-hmm. the MVP, I looked at it and I was like, okay, this makes sense. Then I was looking at it again, I'm like, what if, um, as I'm be setting this thing or like this oil on my hand the buttons are too small 
So I need to increase the buttons because the oil on my hand already, I'm already cooking. What if I'm in the middle of cooking and I remember the app? Right, okay, I need to go back. Mm. I started paying more attention to like smaller things. Yeah. So that's like that's that's where that question is coming from. And like, you know, in terms of um personal principles, as you said, you are now more empathic, right? Um have you do you have like those personal principles for you that is like a no-go area that you attach towards like design, you know, towards like having like normal activities around you? Like like three of them. Okay, like okay. Um, some principles I have, like more like like core values I have for when I'm appreciating yeah. design. Parts. I try to have integrity, like um, integrity for my work. Like you, you hear you hear cases of young designers coming up to, maybe they go for an interview and then they take up some like a senior designer's work and start <laughs> and they present it <laughs> at a, an interview, right? Yeah. So that's what integrity like stand true for your work like be truthful to yourself where where like know the level you're in currently like what yeah. level am i here now like for me when i started in design i looked at myself i said to him, you don't know anything humble yourself and learn from people that know you understand uh-huh. so integrity humility for me and then attention to details because you know design attention to details because i was i was asking i was asking myself a question i was like if God Almighty created us and He didn't pay attention to the distance between our eyes and our nose <laughs> and the distance between our nose and our mouths, and He just join, 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 join everything, I can imagine how humans will look like. Maybe our legs will be on top of our head and our head. <laughs> so just imagine, right? So that's the beauty of design. Those little attention to details matter for me. I'm like, if if we are created so so much well that even the minute de- de- details of how our, uh-huh. our eyebrows look and how our eyes look and how our internal organs are you get yeah, you structure true. everything more design so i would say my core my my the kind of values i have are have integrity for your work you don't want to present something that is not your own and then you now get uh-huh. into you now get into job and then you can't sustain it be very truthful right be humble like if you, you know where you are and know where you want to get to and they know the people you have to meet to get there and be humble and just even learn from a young baby. You can learn, you can yeah. learn things from anybody. Just humble yourself and learn. And then attention to details. Atten- that attention to details, Tina, huh? even one of my mentors is really working on me on that right now. Like, like twin, twin, don't have decimals. Stop having decimals. Round it up. Round it up. Cringe. <laughs> so those are some of I hope I was able to answer that question, though. Yeah, that makes I'm... sense. Being integ- like having integrity for your work, you know, those are really interesting core values. I think everybody should even have aside and also being humble, as you mentioned, like being humble and like being able to like learn from everybody. So like this is really makes sense. Because I also have there's a there's a time I was working on a project. And I had the same experience where the CEO always tell me, David, you you know how to design, and that's not the problem. Is you lack the sense of it. I mean, what do you mean by I like sense of design? Yeah, I've been designing for two years. I've designed multiple products. You can't be telling me I like the sense. And now explain to me that the attention to details, the smallest things, the fact that I'm using two, like two, the, the line height is two differently. So the line height for the big header one is different from the one B and it's different from the third one. I'm like, they are all looking alike, but they are different. And that's the sense of it. Like all those little, little things. 
Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Even you attach that to like normal life when you live, you know. Like I'm now the question is allowing me to think again. I'm like, how do you incorporate uh your beliefs? You are you know you are a Christian. I'm I'm aware of that. The other times where um your career path or decisions you have to make in your career path counterfeit your beliefs as a Christian. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Time. Like I said, like I said, integrity, right? I think, I think, was it, was there a time? Yes. Let me give you, let me give you an instance. I think this relates yeah. to, it's right. I think there was, there was a time that was interviewing for a foreign company. I really wanted that job, right? And then I didn't have much of my portfolio. That was just, that was like last two years, Abby. I didn't have much on, on, on my portfolio. So, so I just, someone had given me an idea, one of my mentors, and I said, oh, take this thing, use it. You can show them, no problem. Like, no problem. I wasn't easy in my spirits. I was like, no, Toyin, just, <laughs> just, you know what? I had to talk to myself. I said, Toyin, for the fact that you don't even have this thing, means that you need to work on yourself. Yeah. Girl. You, mm-hmm. I said, no, don't worry. And then I I just, I, I, I was honest during the interview. I said, this is it, blah, blah, blah. This is what I have, get. And they didn't assess me fine, but at least within myself and my conscience, and then knowing, I just sorry, Holy Spirit, like my relationship <laughs> with the Holy Spirit, yeah. and like I'm fine, right? So what did I do? I, I I sat down and then I told myself that see, the next time you're going for any interview, have something tangible to show. Work on yourself. Don't come and carry your mentors work and come and be sure and, and then you you notice you will notice that most of the 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 i, I call them gatekeepers or big guys in design right now yeah they don't even put their portfolio out because of what people have been doing they, they've been hiding it they just they just show it in closed interviews like like closed interviews they don't put it out there again because of this kind of things like you get that we hear and all of that so i just made up my mind that so i think that's when my faith comes in my, my conscience i was like no i can't do this I can't, I can't come and show someone's work <laughs> as my own and then claim that yeah. it's my own and deceive myself. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm not there yet and I'm not there yet and then I'm deceiving myself showing that I'm there. Nah, that's not... <laughs> that, that yeah. We don't roll like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, I say. It can, it can just... It can start a dominoes effect of doing the same thing. Like, if you do it the first time where you use someone else's work, even if they allow you. Yeah. Exactly. Next time again, you'll be like, you can just call that person work run up. No worry. She I can do the work you do. <laughs> and hey, I will run up again. Yeah. <laughs> and then this, this same issue. But um the design agency I was working for. Oh, God bless their heart. I really learned a lot. I, I think working in design agencies really make you learn a lot because you get to work on different clients' brief. So the time. this all the time. So the CEO was telling me, the CTO was telling me that he, um that's how he was interviewing somebody for one for his company as a lead designer. And then the person was explaining his own work. Like he was just saying, interesting. So at the end of the interview, I said, So who's whose work? Do you know the person's work he presented? Like he asked him, that's how the guy just left the meeting and didn't come back. Like he just ah. left, like Asked him some questions, I think. Asked him some questions about the work, and then just logged off. And that was how he ran away. So why put yourself in that? Inside, inside him, his conscience on Georgia. 
So why do that? Like, yeah, I asked just, you. Uh, just be honest. Don't buga when you know you still need to learn. Just calm down. <laughs> and... uh, I say, why? Why does that even happen? Like, oh God, it's terrible, sure. But like, for working out, it's good that you mentioned this because I had this question here. But like, working within agencies now. So now, how does like your experience and your perspective of people? From diverse you know, backgrounds, how influence? How do they influence your design process? It's, it's important because um, design is about collaborating and working with a cross-functional team, right? So for one company, they can value design. Like there was a company I worked for; they didn't care about your research at all. Just just do this number of screens or go and move that kind of thing, and then you reach out to them. Like at that point, it affected my design decision because this is what the company wanted and, and i know that by the book this is the right thing to do and then i advised them i said this is how it's meant to be done Shab. but if this is what you want no problem and today they might even launched i guess because they've seen some things yeah. do you understand because i'm like, oh let's research you're working on you're working on something okay find out from the people you are working on <laughs> find out who you are building for just find out you just they build just they build you get and yeah. so I, 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 it, that really affected my design decision. I don't even like working for companies like that. But in another company, like Company X, where they really care about your research, you want to know uh-huh. what, 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 what is in the mind of our users before we take X, X, Y, Z decision, right? So uh-huh. definitely. And then, um, I think also let because some people don't just understand what design is about. I think also just explaining and like they said they call some people call themselves divine design advocates right so telling them that, that okay this is what i'm here for these are people i'm defending i'm defending the the, the users and this yeah. is how it will affect i think it's it's also it's also like affects my design process because people are now they say like okay like for instance now any any design decision i'm taking right now in my in the company i'm working for i have to tell the product manager or the tech lead how it will affect maybe the developers and everything. So we'll be on the same page, right? Yeah. If they say do it this way, take it this way, then we'll follow their way. But we'll just come to a, a like an agreement and a, 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 a plain ground as mm-hmm. to how to move the company forward. So yeah. It all depends on the company and, and if they are willing to follow the design process. Do you do you find out do you, do you think it's different like for Nigerian companies and like foreign companies, or is it based on like the people who are within the company? Where does that change coming? In our Nigerian ecosystem, so many, so many um startups, startup owners, some of them don't know the value of design, right? So they just feel it's just churning out screen. So I think, I think it's a cultural thing, a country thing, because some parts of the world they value mm-hmm. design, they value research, mm-hmm. right? And some other parts of the world they they don't even know what it's about. So they feel Nigeria is the part where they don't know. <laughs> Not all parts. So you, my guy, you've worked with people and you've worked with people, so you know how you know how this yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't really. They just want to see your screens. So in 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 hierarchy, who do you who do you feel like are the people you should design us to reach out to? So let's say I'm thinking about hierarchy of like work environments now. Um, I spoke with Cynthia Caxton. Uh, in the previous episode. So if you're listening, you can go listen to that episode. It's about the episode is about teaching and learning design at the same time. 
I should make sure something about like standard company. Now bringing this here again, like what do you define as a standard company structure? And how do you think a designer should report and who should they report to? Like, you know, I'm just thinking that from your experience of working with like multiple teams. A standard is like a standard company has structure, first of all. They have okay. structure, it's hierarchy. There's there are due procedures to follow. The standard company has a tech a tech team that consists of product managers, um, engineers, data analysts, even designers, right? So it's not just the design team, you're not just making decisions in isolation. You're actually making a decision and considering everyone in your team, right? Doing a task and considering how it affects the other team. You understand how 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 will this affect this how will how we putting this button affect the other team? You get mm-hmm. how we how we put this uh, where, where we where we place this button now? How will it how will it affect how users will come on board? Will it will it convert more or will it reduce conversion rate? So those kind of that's like a structured company to me. They consider everything, but a company that is not structured, they don't even care about the users. They just want to bring out a product in hopes they are hoping in hopes yeah. that to work to work you know go work i'm waiting you think think they go work i make we run up that kind of <laughs> but standard company they go by they, they they care about the design process you know we, we, we mustn't follow all the design the, the entire design process but at least a little research find out ask questions yeah, do a yeah. survey but they don't care <laughs> i yeah. i mean give it Give me this amount of screens within this amount of time. That is all I care about. And, you know. Yeah, I think that's bad. That's bad for our environment as Nigerians, like as people who like create product. But we are few, there are few startups that the engineers and like um, the managers, the CEOs care about like the process of the whole design thing. But they're like, yeah. if he counts them, if you see ah, this company, that company, maybe some few fintech companies, I don't want to call one because they are my favorite fintech, but they did one UI change. The UI is, is annoying. I can't buy data. I don't know where to buy. I think it's annoying me. I need to be my favorite app. So, and they have good people. They have resources, but now they're like, yeah. So that's, that's just by TV, Sha. That's just by TV. Um, what's the most interesting thing about your job, your current job? Right now, interesting thing about this job I'm currently doing is this, I like the structure. I like the Same Nigerian company? No. Okay, go on. go on. And then the other company I'm working for, um, what I what I what I really like is relationships. I feel relationships are very 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 important, even more than oh. more than more than the tax they are going to do. It, to me, even more than the money they are going to pay you, I feel relationships are very important because relationship. I feel relationships will open a lot of doors, and relationships will tell you what you are doing wrong and tell you what you are not doing what what you are doing right. Like yeah. I'll give you an example. Like the other designer working with right now, because of the relationship we've had, he's able to point out to me, Toyin, you need to work on this area. Toyin, you need to work on this area. But if maybe I didn't have a smooth sailing relationship with him, he would just be doing his own tax. I need to I'll just be doing my own tax <laughs> in, in my ignorance. Yeah, doing the right thing. You get. Yeah. So I think that's the most interesting thing, able to form new relationships when you get to a new place and able to sustain those relationships because in the future, you don't know where it will help, right? So I feel yeah. relationships are very, 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 very important. Okay. So I'm hearing that the most interesting things are like the relationship that you have with the people you work with, 
and like the structure of the company that one makes your job more interesting so what about things like um, the kind of tools you guys use um the amount of money <laughs> it doesn't have make job interesting like i mean if i'm getting paid uh 10k usd a month would my job not be interesting of, of course of, of course the money interesting but you know how tech, the tech industry is, right? <clears throat> you can't you can't put all your life you you I, I I don't know I don't know you can't you you okay see you see the layoffs that happened. Imagine yeah. someone that was and that kind of thing happened. And you know and you know you know the the, the interview process to get into Google is not here. It's not it's out of this yeah. world. Then you just wake up one day, God forbid, and you, you just see. So at that point, what was the most important thing? Is it the money you were earning or the people you met? It has to be the people because the people then can connect you with other even opportunities because they... So for yeah. me, what, what what I try to do as I work in any company, because no com mm-hmm. I, I have a I have a I have a very close person that was working for two US companies here in Nigeria as a dev. And then the same month he lost the two because of because of the um, global kini, the yeah. economical something, something. Yeah. You get so at that point, what was the most important thing for him? The most important thing for him was his family that was able to comfort him at that point and just calm his mind down. And then the people, the relationship he has formed in the past that he could draw from, what like look within my network to draw from and get more jobs. You, I don't know if you understand what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I feel you. For me, I, feel you. I, I, I always have to sustain my relationship with anybody I'm having. I value my relationship, I value people, whoever you are. I value. I value the relationships because you never know. Just one word from somebody can help you to get more opportunities. So I feel do- I, I feel okay in a situation where maybe you are working in a company now and they say, um, sorry, we can't pay you this amount again. Uh-huh. So now because if someone was so fixed on the money, you want to leave now. Yeah. But if you really value the relationship, you'll be like, you try to understand with them, and then you maybe you you look for how to stay within a particular period and say, Oh, let me even do this for this, um, do this for this person. Why? Because you value the relationship more than the money. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's how I feel like, and I've seen it even in my husband's life. I've, I've seen how relationship has even helped our family sometimes. Just uh-huh. knowing, just being a friend with a particular person and then having someone there that, that is like a support system just because you were there for them at the point where yeah. they needed to, yeah. This, this is just a funny quote, Sha, as you, as you just mentioned, the support system for someone. It's like, even people where they support you, where you lean down, like investment that you do. So, that's, that's so valuable, yeah. So, like, can you share, like, a time where you had, like, to take a risk or make a difficult decision in your career? And, like, how did that experience, like, shape you and, like, your approach, you know? Uh, okay, so there was a time that um I don't know I don't know I don't know whether to say this I'm just thinking. There was a time I was in a very difficult situation that I had to choose between the company or myself. Uh. And at that point, I chose myself because I just felt I wasn't um being valued, but not not just not not just choosing myself, but also learning from that experience and drawing. Okay, apart from from this what what did i do what what did i do wrong that even made me to be in this situation right now right uh-huh. so and um, when i was just starting out i i there was a company i worked for and i i didn't i, I didn't communicate well at all i was just focused on the technical technical aspect so we'll be having meetings and i won't say anything 
Oh. I'll just be quiet. But when it's time to deliver, I'll try to do my tasks, right? And if I if I meet any blocker, I won't say anything until it's time for the meeting. So I, I think that's shaped me and it made me better because I now under, I now got to understand that design is just is beyond just knowing the technical aspects. You have to also know how to do, you, you have to know emotional intelligence. You have to know how to hand, uh, manage your stakeholder, stakeholder management. You can't just be yeah. in your own little niche saying that you're working on technical aspects. Mm -mm, carry everybody along. Let them even have a feel of you and know that and, and understand how your design is affecting the, the other parts they are working on. You get. So I think that was what I could draw from that experience. Yeah. That's what I could draw from that experience. That makes sense. Like uh, when you say when you say choosing you, what do you, what do you mean by choosing you? Is it go well, on? My mental health at that okay. point. Because I'm working, I'm working, 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 and you're not you're not seeing, you're not seeing. You don't you you're not seeing like maybe because we're working remotely, you're not I'm I, maybe because we're not in an office, you're not seeing how hard I'm trying to do my tax and please you, and then at the end of the day, you still want to do what you want to do. So at that point, I said, Hasta la vista, baby, I'm out of here. <laughs> I meant that help matters. <laughs> I meant that help matters, I think. From people that have worked with across teams, what I like characteristics that you've been able to see that other people have that you want to have or like you're working towards having communication i like there's someone i admire i like how he communicates he knows how to handle everybody even the ceo the way he talks with confidence i like it i like how he presents his tax mm -hmm. i like how he interviews users i like how he has he's organized like he has a plan for them already before they come on board um, I think one thing I like to put is communication and to improve my my um, user research skills. I like I, like sometimes when I meet some amazing creative designers, I'm like, how did you even think of this? Like, how are you able to research and handle this problem from this angle, right? I'm just upskilling, constantly upskilling myself every day, learning something new every day. Because I, I because if you don't learn, you're just there. You are see you're not living, but learning something new every day, every single day. I think that's something I, I like to pick from the people I've worked on, work, worked with. That's cool. Whew. So, uh, have you written a book before? <laughs> Am I? I hope I'm not talking too much. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about talking too much. Like, no, that's what you actually, if you have written a book before, it's more like um, you are giving so much value, should be in the book, that kind of thing. That's what I like. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy hearing like the elongated versions of the gist and the story. Like it makes sense because that's when you get to like pick out, oh, this is how this thing like is actually affecting other aspects of like our lives and other aspects of our things. Yeah. So speaking of that, other aspects of your life, what are they like? Like aside design, taking care of your family, you know, what do you do? Aside, you know, just that. Okay, so fun fact, I sing soprano in the choir, so I go for choir rehearsals. <laughs> I outside of work, I I like to go for long walks. It's cleanse it cleans my head. Cleans mm. my head. Cleans my head. I just I'll just you know, as creative, sometimes you then maybe you, you have a deadline and then nothing is just coming out. Yeah, nothing the work. You think no just one on. Nothing the not, not 
it is. That's 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 a light bulb doom that you see in cartoons. <laughs> you never like <laughs> it never comes so you just go for a long walk and just sometimes i go as, as i'm going to the long walk i'm just praying like god help me with this tax and then i come back rejuvenated or it can just be um sometimes it can be just for those blockers sometimes it can be talking to my mom my mom will just tell me one word and then i can just search it and then ideas just will come in come in oh okay outside of work right i i like to watch k dramas a lot don't mind me. And I love I love watching K dramas and animes, funny ones, the ones that make me laugh. I like comedy. <laughs> laugh a lot. And um I like to just my husband. Uh, my people like to gossip a lot, right? They gossip. I'm a boy. Yeah, my I'm a boy partner with Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And yeah. And then I love playing with my son. When I when I when I look into my son's eyes sometimes, it gives me strength. I just when I carry him. Oh. When I look into your eyes, all I see is your face. There's this trend when you have a child and then you're like, okay, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Yeah. There's, a time, there's a time in my design journey that I just wanted to just leave. I'm like, guy. Because I, I, as designers, I think we should really protect our mental health. I think we should just go out sometimes, see, see the green, see, see nature, see how beautiful the sun is, the trees are, and just take in nature. Don't just stay in one place, get and, and play game and watch TV and play game and watch TV. Sometimes there's one day literally there was a whole week I, I didn't come out. I didn't come out. Then the day I just came out, I was like, wow, <laughs> nature is actually very beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, that's like the outside 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 work, Joe. What's your favorite food to cook? Outside spark, you no know, spark is your favorite food to eat. Is it the same jello thing rice. to cook? Nigerian jello rice. You enjoy cooking jello fries. I'm not good at it. So, you know, when you've mastered something, just default. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> like muscle memory. If I'm if, if I'm going to a terrain I've not really been doing, I have to now open YouTube and start watching. I'll go to CC. I mean, please, how do you make this super? I'll now start and doing. That's how. But with jello fries, I beg. Me and jello fries, but five and six. I make, I make it well. <laughs> so. To me. That makes sense. Me, uh, you know this thing that I used to come inside packets. They used to call it noodles, Indomie noodles. Exactly. <laughs> Is that like that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Indomie noodles, I is one of my favorite things to cook. I also started this thing like where I do I cook one traditional food every weekend. So I've been doing it. Um, is is actually interesting because. It allows okay, like, yeah. that, that just came. Yeah, yeah. You should like you know, as I you know, as I said, as a bachelor, like single, sitting down, staying, staying alone most of the time. I eat the same thing. Rice, um, beans, sometimes beans, but mostly rice spag indomie, rice spag indomie. If I want to buy food, rice spag indomie. So I'm like, why don't I cook something unique? And every weekend, I just go to the market. Sometimes I call my grandma and ask her, how do I prepare? So my grandma is like my CCME. She just uh, tell me, okay, you go and buy Okawa, then you buy uh, Uzuza, then you buy uh, Okuroko, all those things. She was trying to cook crab, so she, when she's in the US, so she God, that was a long time ago. She now called my mom that, please, this crab is moving. How will I eat it? <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, just straight into the hot water, straight to the hot water. Sorry. Uh, 
Very funny, actually. Sorry. I saw situations like that where I was cooking, right? And I didn't know the next step. So I, I think it was the first time or second time I was buying Ogbon or soup. So my grandma has told me I should buy um ukwehi. So and now that's the ukwehi that cost whatever. So I boiled the fish, I have the ogbono, I've the ogbono is grinded, I put red oil inside. So I'm like, I've mixed it. I'm like, I'm like, what do I do with this now? I'm like, put it exactly, in exactly. Like, so now everything done be, and I'm like, okay, where does this ukwehi come in? Before the fish, after the fish, when I'm adding the vegetable, like I didn't know where to put it. I was like, hello, mama. And she didn't pick and she was like, hello, 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 my fish is about to burn. Where should I put the ukwehi? And she's like, what have you done? <laughs> so that, that whole situation was just messy. But thank God, the food did not spoil. I ate it, you know. It was nice. So that's that's just by the visual. Um, also my last question for you now, too. I your personal most encouraging phrases or statements that keeps you calm, gets you excited, and you know keeps you going. It won't be like this forever. Mm, it won't be like this forever. Yeah, it can only get better. So keep moving. If you don't keep moving, it won't. You won't know. I don't know. Sometimes that's what comes in my head. I like just keep pushing. You can do it. Just keep doing just keep pushing and then this is there's a scripture i have that encourages me um he says you will never leave me or forsake me so i'm not alone there's a there's a force behind me that is helping me the holy spirit is helping me and then i can do all things through christ who has given me strength so i have strength i've been given the strength so i can do this thing i've been given the strength so i can do it to so believe in yourself so yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, um, just a tangent, at least, is in terms of, I'm looking for a job now, so I'm asking this question to so all my guests. In terms of job search, what channels do you use for like searching jobs and like finding all these different like you know, opportunities? So, for, for me, I usually, the platforms I use are LinkedIn, and then I tell people, when I didn't job, not to just humble yourself, they ask, hey, guys, get <laughs> I use LinkedIn. So um um I had this session with my mentor, God bless her heart. She has been a destiny helper to me. And then she told me that to optimize your LinkedIn. I optimized my LinkedIn. I try to be very active on LinkedIn, right? So um when I optimized my LinkedIn, I Notice that recruiters from foreign nations even started reaching out to me when I mm. worked on myself and optimized. So I used, I was shocked. I was like, ah, so I've entered mm-hmm. this realm now that where I'll, I'll be recruiters reach out to me, recruiters reach out to me. I'll think it's vibe. Oh my, it's true. That kind of like, so it's actually true. So I would say LinkedIn and then mm. ask people, I'll reach out to people. Like if I want to connect with, if I see a job post, I usually connect with the job poster and I have yeah. a format like I write to them. I I I will go, I will study them, understudy them, and then I will now like craft out the message to suit them. To suit what I like about them and what I like about them. And then I'll now put my case forward, like, okay, this is and that's how I connect with all that. If I see if I if I see any design I I, I love, like I admire, I used to reach out to, I'll be like, ah oh, guys, I've seen your work, you need to wait to meet me. Let's connect with you. And then one thing is to another, a relationship can start and, and oh, I have this project I'm working on. How about you take it? That's cool. I, I do a little bit of like drafting code emails myself where like I reach out and they search their papa, search their wife, their children. Mm-hmm. Read all mm-hmm. their 
Yeah, read all their tweets and then use that to like craft emails. What do you mean by wait, when you say optimize LinkedIn? I've been hearing that a lot. I'm going to just please just by the way for people listening. I'm going to get someone on the pod. Like next month's about job hunting because I'm looking for work. So most of the guests is going to be about job hunting. So I'm going to get someone for that will talk extensively about optimizing LinkedIn. But for now, like when you say optimizing LinkedIn, what did you do? Like what? Let's say give me three or four specific things that you did that was like optimizing your LinkedIn. This is a very serious matter. So let me adjust my camera and answer. Okay. I optimized my LinkedIn first of all um by working on my profile picture because. People want to know that they are talking to a human being and that you are not a robot. So I got a good profile picture. I optimized my LinkedIn number two by working on my banner. And um, you know, that space, yeah, that yeah. long week, I worked on my banner to show that I'm a designer. What do I do? I kept it up there. I optimized my my LinkedIn. There's this. Hi, before we get back into the pod, this podcast is sponsored by Nairobshan. Now, Nairobshan is so amazing for me, young Nigerians, about politics, startups tech founders, stories of interesting Nigerian youths like you, uh, maybe you, maybe you, maybe. however, you know, they have a podcast and they also give out news about stock exchange. Now, I'm very serious about this because Nairobshan is fun to read. They distill articles that are about stock exchange, market value, interesting political news that's happening for young Nigerians, to young Nigerians, by young Nigerians. And it's fun, you know, check out their podcast and their Instagram handles to find out more information. But like, trust me, honestly, it's, it is fun. Yeah, with that being said, uh, let's get back into the pod. Tool I use, career flow, is by Nikita, Nikita Gupta. She's um, careerflow.oi. So it will get, when you use that tool, it will show you what you're currently scoring now, over 100 in LinkedIn. So if you are below a particular um, mark, let's say you are below 50, you know that you already know that your LinkedIn is not on point. But when yeah. you've reached like something and above, it will tell you that your LinkedIn is on point. And then it will now point out to you areas you need to work on, areas you okay. need to work on. And then there's all, other things I did. I, I I can even share the book I read. That, um, it's by Rosie. Her name is Rosie. Rosie her, you know, the, what she wrote on LinkedIn is Rosie Bada. So she's a career, she's a career, coach and she's very good so there's this little book, there's this little book on linkedin optimization i read and when i follow those steps it helps so i'll share it with you after this call okay. i'll share it very well if you follow those steps oh my god see they work like fire they work like magic they, 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 <laughs> god i'm big they'll reach you so those are the, those are the um, little steps i i took and then i i i, I started posting I started posting. I noticed though that if you position yourself as as a giver, that's you are trying to help the design community. I noticed that it helps and it sets you apart, just like what you are doing now with the podcast. Yeah. If any um brand is looking for someone that's been doing podcasts, they won't reach out to me. They'll come to you first because you are doing podcasts and you are doing YouTube videos. So I think that thing really actually helps when you when when you are trying to help the design community and impact without expecting anything. It's as if the, the universe will just come and move you, move to your, your side because they are trying to actually um, make, you know, actually, I think it works that way because actually, you're actually trying to contribute and add value to the design community. It's just yeah. a matter of time. Be sure that by this week, someone will reach out to you because you are doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's, that's helpful. Please, you share me those resources. Is the books, any of these things paid? Like the book, is it paid? 